I don't think Chris is kidding. And I don't think anybody else has been kidding. And Taylor, of all people, has not been kidding. He came off the top rope with a coward call. Yeah. You just sat down. He's like, oh, no, he's lying. Yeah, he's a bad person. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I'd go that far. I mean, maybe he just really needed a day off. What maybe. would you call somebody who lies about calling in sick to avoid um, fulfilling the obligations uh, of a bet? That's a very good question. Bad Questionable value. Bad I, I, I think that's probably a, a more... Um, a softer way to say what you're yeah, that's saying. That's just a euphemism for bad person. Yeah, just somebody that maybe isn't fully committed to their craft. Somebody that doesn't understand. Like I, this is this is one of my favorite quotes. Doing your job on the day. Or no, I'm, I screwed it up. That's how much I like it. Being a professional means doing your job on the day you don't feel like doing it. Mm. That's that's why they pay the, the day. The easy day, sure. Come in here and talk about the Rams winning the Super Bowl, Lakers winning a championship. Those are the easy ones. The the ones they're paying you for are when you lose to the Sacramento Kings and your producer is a Sacramento Kings fan who has a Mike Bibby jersey waiting for you, and you just and you can't don't stomach the thought because right, you're a person of of low moral character. <laughs> do you think? Do you think I, this is a side that Lady Slee? gets to see or does he hide it from her well I, I mean i would assume you can only you can only keep up a facade for so long you can only you can only present your best face for a period of time before eventually whoever you are good bad anywhere in between they get to see it all right i mean and what, what is that is that a couple of months before i don't know i don't know but like alan you're could married, be really good been married this. for a long yeah, but time we already established i don't even try <laughs> I just I take my I, I'm sure I get in trouble for things that I, I don't even know if I did because my memory is so bad. So they sound like I could have done them, but I don't know if I did it. You, your memory thing reminded me of something that. Okay, I'm. This is. I do a thing that is a genuinely bad guy thing to do, but it deeply amuses me, so I do it anyway. I introduce myself to people that I've met multiple times. That I know I've met multiple times, but I do it because I know it bothers them. <laughs> yeah, hey, hey, I'm Travis. Nice to meet. Yeah, I'm, I don't even want to say the right name. Every morning, he I, introduces like, himself to like, Sliwa. There, there's like three guys that I do it to a lot, and they don't know that I'm doing it on purpose. They genuinely think that I've forgotten. That's a great bit, and I love That's it. A great, bit. I love it. Great bit. And Susan will like you. You can't do that. They they think you're so rude. I'm like. That's why it's awesome. What don't you understand about this? The look on his face every time I extend my hand and introduce myself is this defeated, crestfallen look that I love. And it also keeps your circle <laughs> nice and manicured. Because we're we're all old and like my dad is like this. He's like, and you know, you're an old person. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Uh, like he's like, I got enough friends. Like I'm. 77 years old. I didn't even be adding people to my sphere at this point. I'm, I'm good. Look, I, I'm, I, I have a, my bucket is full. Right. And if the little splashes out now and again, it's I don't a, need to it's refill a strict, it. You're like the club. It's a strict one in, one out policy. So if someone dies, not that we're wishing it. <laughs> well, not everyone. Then someone else travis can make a new friend ireland has a great thing that i've, I've adopted as my own as well he goes like i if you're not in my phone by now i don't need to know you <laughs> that, that that's a kind of a, a pretty good way to do it i'm i'm good but susan will do this thing okay we're going to this party you know this person I'm, i don't she's like you've met him several times and this one i'm about i i don't i i know you told me that we were on the same soccer team when the kids were seven well he's 22 now i don't remember who these people yeah, are I, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to fill me in on this and i i just i I can't remember the names of adults. No. I can generally remember who you belong to and why I know you and, you know, oh, you're a priest. You, you're you, Sarah's mom. Yeah, you, you're my daughter's preschool. This, that way. But, like, I, I don't remember your names. And What's your remedy for that? I just, I go full deep end. I would say, I'm really sorry. I don't, I know. I don't remember your name. I'm yes, sorry. I do it. Yeah. I, I reintroduce myself and say, yeah. I don't know. If, I'm We've Brian. met before, but I'm sorry. I know I don't I'm really sorry. I'm really bad at this. And, I've never or gotten bad I just that. avoid saying their name. I love introducing myself. <laughs> hey, buddy. The look, it's one of these. I'm going I'm to try to recreate it. I <laughs> 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 just said, like, really? We're doing this again? Like, yeah. And I, I'm super enthusiastic. Like, hey, how you doing? I'm Travis. Nice to meet you. I love it. It's just the little petty things in life that make me very, very happy. It's going to help you live to be 112. <laughs> 
Oh, the people, the more people hate you, the longer you go. That's the rule. <laughs> well, I mean, nothing is pettier than living well beyond your any the, the, the time. The second I'm out of you. money, get get rid of me. My great grandmother uh, was a tremendously awful person. Oh, lived to be like like 98, 99. Oh, really? Yeah. Then just bitter to the very end. I told my wife or told my, my my mom on her wedding day, white wasn't her color. Oh my, yeah. <laughs> that's aggressive. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that's like her thing. And, wow. and granted, English was not her native language, but okay. she, she'd been in the country for a long time. She spoke and understood perfectly well. She was not Sammy able. Sosa. <laughs> you call her before Congress, nobody was going to be able to say. So her thing when she would go out and she would come home and she would say, "Guess who saw me today." Not get normal people say you'll never guess who I ran into. Right. You'll guess let, oh, who saw me. Guess who saw me today. Yeah. She was that self-absorbed and narcissistic. I like that. I'm guess gonna, who saw me today. Guess who's going to be seeing a lot guess of Travis. Guess who saw me today. She she said to my my grandfather. She said a good son would buy his mother a house in the Florida. <laughs> I've heard that story before. The Florida is the part that brings me back to that. Yep. Uh, 1971, December 22nd, 1971. The Lakers won their 27th consecutive game. That set the uh, North American major pro sports record. Of course, it went on to be a 33-game winning streak, um, which really is stunning when you stop and think about it. I don't see them breaking that this year. Not this year. I I don't like their chances. Uh, 28 in a row, the Warriors. They got close. That was in 2015. The Heat won 27, 2013. The Rockets, 22. Which, by the way, you win 22 games in a row, and you basically can't lose for another month. That's yeah, kind of the rule. Two-thirds of the way there. <laughs> it's that, it's that has to be up there, right? It'll never be broken in part because nobody plays their players 33 games in a uh. row anymore. You know, it just doesn't happen. It's like... It's like baseball records that won't be broken. Cy Young pitching 526 innings oh, in yeah. one season. Yeah, no, th- those uh, endurance ones are not coming back. But is there not just a mathematical? We obviously have to be very, very good. You have to be kind of into we like. For instance, go back to the Warriors for a second. The year they won seven, they clearly wanted to win 73 games. Yes, that was a goal of theirs, and. We know what they didn't win the championship, which is makes it a footnote rather than greatest season of all time. But it would have to be a team that's got young players that says, let, let, let's you you win 16, 17 in a row, and you say, you right. know what, let's keep this thing and, going. At the risk of 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 offending the old timers out there, Travis. Um <laughs> I also think like you know, what was it JJ Raddick referred to players from that era? They're all like plumbers, plumbers and handymen. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> So if you happen to have like the eight players in the league that aren't plumbers and handymen, you're going to win a lot. And so I mean, they had some dudes on that team. So that's more you're you're arguing more of a function of the opponents oh, than no, a- I they they were very good. I think it was probably easy. I don't think the depth in the league was like it is now. Like even the terrible teams in the NBA have two or three players we look at it. Like the Rockets have guys we're like. You know, Jabari Smith and Kevin Porter play really well tomorrow. They could win that game. Yeah. Like, everybody's got a few of those guys. I think in the 70s, they didn't. They all looked like us. Like, if you look at, at trading cards from of players from that era, the guys who were, like, 26 years old looked like they were 40. <laughs> With mustaches right, and they, sideburns. They looked like your dad was playing. They, well, that's what it was. They all looked like your dads. Right. right. That even the guys that were really good had a certain dad vibe to them. Like you find like a John Havlicek or something like that. It's like, yeah, it could have been my dad. They never like they never look like they never had That's worked why out when a you day see in their life. Will Chamberlain, you're like, what in the world is going on here? He had, he's, had a he's season. ripped and he's enormous and he's just killing guys. I forget the exact number, but I think he had a season where he averaged fifty and twenty. Yeah. I know he had a fifty season. Is that good? Well, Can Mike, you imagine you've holding a guy say, to 46 and 18 and being like, I did a good job. Michael told me something I've never forgotten, and it's, it's it's I don't think it's ever failed me. If the question is who is the only, the answer is always Wilt Chamberlain. It's <laughs> always Wilt Chamberlain. If the question is who is the only NBA player to, the answer is Wilt Chamberlain. In, in 1961-62, Wilt Chamberlain averaged, averaged 50.5 points per game, and 26 rebounds. Okay. But to your point, somebody built and that looks like me was guarding him for 50 games that year. Right. <laughs> Interestingly enough, he only he <laughs> Kobe-esque. He averaged 40 field goals a night. 
That's quite a few. Beautiful attempts. <laughs> that's, he only that's, shot 50%. Well, 40 50% when you're taking nothing but shots from three feet from the goal, that's not a well, bad like, way to I go would about think it. If you're averaging 50, 50 points a game and you're 7'1", 275 in 1962, you would have a higher field goal percentage. <laughs> 80, 89% field goal percentage. That's actually not as good as I would would have thought. Our uh, NFL picks against the spread. Did we get Sleaze picks, Emily, or are we just going to have BK be his, his, uh, his stand-in? BK could be his, uh, his, his proxy. Yeah. All right, you mm. get to pick for Al, so try to tank on purpose. That's coming up next. It's Travis Slee, 710 ESPN. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Pardon the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is hypnotic and tequila season. Hypnotic liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. I'm trying to uh, educate you on hair systems, toupees, pieces. Right. I, I, I'm i going to do it. I need I need someone to hook See, me I up. Can't, I can't do it. Like, you at least have some hair. That Not you much. Could, but you could integrate some hair into what you're... I have been doing this for way too long. But I don't want to, like, walk it back. I just want to show up one day. Like, I want right. to go from this to Gabe Kaplan. <laughs> I, I want to. I want to go full, full Fabio. Piece. Yes, I, that's how flowing I do. locks. <laughs> like you know, you know, you know what it needs to be. I need to do it. Like take a vacation. Like take you know, be gone for a week in the middle of the summer. Leave looking like this, and come back like uh, I just grew it out a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> what's the big deal? Well, I mean, I was. On Would you vacation. get salt and pepper or just? brown hair i kind of like the fact that my hair is a little gray i don't mind the gray as much as i don't like the fact that there's not much hair full stop bright red yeah just go bright <laughs> red. top sure yeah I could, well i mean we, we yeah. can workshop this maybe i'll get a, a whole system together all right uh week 16 here's where we are emily uh you did not close the gap we both had Dang. terrible weeks i'm still on the top i have 78 points um emily is in second place with 75 al's in third 65 uh, Tyler, Taylor, I can't read my own writing. Taylor is uh, at 56. You need to read your writing to know the I, name of the guy. Says, it liar. says I mean, Tyler on the sheet. I know his name is Taylor, but they're both sit there. So it's very confusing. It's my fault. I take full responsibility. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was wrong. Please forgive me. Yes, that's what it is. Taylor, you are going first today. Um, the first game, as always, the Rams are at home. I just think you all need to take this in for a second. The Rams are two and a half points of an underdog at home against a four-win team. Denver, two and a half point favorite at SoFi. Taylor, who you got? I don't know. Something tells me they're going to pull this out. Christmas miracle. Rams at my one, though. Rams at one. Um, Brian, I'm I'm into this. <laughs> uh, I will say Rams. Okay. Feeling the Baker Mayfield experience, sure. I'm gonna make it my two, and I might make four games my two because I don't understand what I'm doing. <laughs> you can only you, <laughs> you can only use the number one time, right. so and now if, two is off the board. Okay, and if if Liar Allen wishes I did a better job, he should show up to work. <laughs> Emily, all right. So um, I have I don't trust Russell Wilson whatsoever. So I have the Rams at my one. All right. So this is the surest way to make sure that Denver wins this thing is for me to pick the Rams. Whenever it's everybody on one side, it almost always goes the other way. I'm not a Russell Wilson guy. This is really the last decent chance the Rams have to win a game this year. The problem is they don't have any players. 
They're all. They had two more guys go down for the rest of the year earlier this week. That makes, I believe, eleven. Now, are they are they actually injured? Or are they sleeway injured? They're, they're they could be sleeified. It could be a right. slee special. I don't know if they're going to show up for like training table afterwards and they can't eat. But uh, all of that being said, I'm going to take the Rams at number one as well. Uh, Brian, you're going first on this next one. All right. The Las Vegas Raiders on the road. It's the 50th anniversary of the immaculate reception in Pittsburgh. The Pittsburgh Steelers, two-and-a-half-point favorites. Steelers, sorry, Emily, aren't very good. Nope. I'm not going to deny that. Um, I don't know if they're going to throw them the ball at the end, though. I will say the Raiders, but I'm going to make that my four. Oh, that means you like that the most, just so you understand. I'm going to make that my one. There you go. <laughs> I had a feeling that that might have been. Why wouldn't one be your most confident? Because one, if you win the game, you only get one point. If you win the four-point oh. game, you get four points. The idea is to collect points. Okay, so it's not yes. like golf. It's not like golf. Okay. Bigger numbers are better, better. in this America. Game. We yeah. like big points. Emily. Uh, okay, going to be a homer. Going to pick the Steelers, but it's also the um, – you know, it's going to be very sad, emotional weekend in uh, in Pittsburgh. I think that that's going to kind of motivate these guys, even if they didn't know Franco didn't um, ever be around him. I think it's going to be something that the, they want to win for Pittsburgh. Steelers at my three. All right, Pittsburgh at three. My turn. I'm going to take the the Steelers as well for the reasons that you mentioned and. The Raiders can't stand nice things. The Raiders are gifted this thing that happened last week. They're not really in the playoff picture, but they're kind of in the playoff picture. They still have a mathematical pulse. The Steelers, while not good, I agree with you, BK, they're also really well coached. And they go out there and they do the things that they're being asked to do more often than not. You can't say the same thing about the Raiders. So I'm going to take the Steelers all the way at the top with number four, Taylor. I agree with Emily. I think the Steelers are going to win Gosh, for Franco, guys. and um, the Raiders are going to Raider. So we're going to put them at my four as well. Oh, boy. I don't, I'm dead meat. Anytime Taylor piggybacks, you're in, in big, big trouble. All right, next game. Um, Brian, you're first on this one. No, you went first on the I last went first one. first last time. Emily, you're first on this one. Um, Chargers on the road Monday night in Indy. Chargers are four-and-a-half-point road favorites. Okay, so um, I'm. I don't know if I want to go game theory here, or if I want to go act with the pick that I think is going to win. But I think it's going to be. I'm going to put my charge at my four. That's really who I think is going to win. I do think that everyone else is going to pick the same thing, and so therefore it's not going to do anything for me long term. But Chargers at my four. Well, I'm going to kind of piggyback what you said. I'm going to take the Chargers too at number two because I look. They actually looked really good last week. Did they play played Tennessee? They looked good. The week before that, they played Miami. They looked good. They've looked good a couple of weeks in a row. I'm going to regret saying this, but it looks like they figured some things out along the way. So give me the Chargers. Um, Taylor. I wrote these down before, guys. Got the Chargers, too, at three. Gosh, dang it. Chargers at three. BK. Um, if I seem distracted, it's because Michael Thompson is yelling at me, livid about the things I said about old-timey players. <laughs> Plumbers and repairmen. <laughs> yes, he is very upset. Um, I, I, I have the Chargers as my fantasy defense this week in the playoffs. Um, no Jonathan Taylor. He's not playing. Right. Uh, everything is set up for the Chargers to dominate and make a statement, which of course means they're going <laughs> to completely charger the bed. <laughs> um, I, that said, I will take them as my four because I don't know what the other game is. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, with that in mind, let's go to our final game. Uh, Dallas and Philadelphia, which is a little bit different because Gardner J Minshew. Jalen Hurts will not be involved. It'll be a Gardner Minshew joint uh, coming up. In Dallas, Dallas five-and-a-half-point favorite against Philadelphia. Uh, I'm going first here. I Am I crazy? I don't think the Cowboys – the Cowboys don't stink, but I don't think they're very good either. Mm -hmm. That That's kind of what it is. I do think Philly's really good. I think Minshew is kind of what you're hoping for in a backup quarterback. He can keep it moving. He's not going to kill you. Plus, it's Gardner Minshew with the stash, right? So you got to put that in there. I'm going to take Philly at my three, and that brings us to you, Taylor. I got the Cowboys winning this. I'm going to put them on my two. Uh, Dallas at two for Taylor. Emily. Uh. Oh, okay. no, I'm sorry. Brian's next. Okay. I detest the Cowboys. So the answer is Philly, and I think I have three left. You do. And it's because Gardner Minshew has a killer mustache. He really does. And he, by the way, we'll talk about I feel this like in I have more confidence in a guy in the huddle if he had a mustache. It, well, it seems it's, it's very. Um, 
what's the word I want? Not swashbuckling, but it kind of <laughs> swashbuckling a little, a little bit along the way. Emily, what do you got? I'm doing this purely so that I get some points on you this weekend, Travis. I'm going Cowboys at my two. Don't like it. I wouldn't have picked it otherwise, but I just I just don't want to lose. So you see this little grid that I put together here, BK? You notice how there's no names, uh, no games written down under Sliwa? It's because he didn't come to work. He's not today. here. <laughs> He's a lying liar who tells uh... lies. Okay, let me ask you guys this. Is Gardner Minshew, does he not have the best job in all of sports? Because you get quarterback money, sort of. You don't get starting quarterback money. You're not getting Mahomes money. What's but the minimum in, in the NFL? I bet you, and, and we could look this up, Gardner Minshew has I'll to make at right least now. a million bucks, right? At least. And it's probably more than that. Um, there are no expectations other than just go in there and don't be terrible. And even if you are terrible... It's probably not your fault. What does he make? In 2022, Gardner Minshew will earn a base salary of 2.54 million. Perfect. So he makes two and a half million bucks. He makes two and a half million In bucks Philly. to not play, to be the quarterback, walk around with the stash, and be like, yeah, quarterback of the. I'm, I'm available. Quarterback get, of the Eagles. He gets all the, the the shorts and the t-shirts and the swag and if, everything. To tell me a better job in pro sports than, than being backup quarterback. Backup quarterback. Backup quarterback to a good quarterback. That way you never a good and durable quarterback. Who was it? Jim Soshi or whatever was Peyton. Oh, Manning's Peyton Manning's guy. Yeah, backup for years. Jim Chase Sorgi, Daniels, Jim Sorgi. Like, Jim Sorgi. Yeah. Chase Daniel, who's Justin Herbert's backup, I believe. Has banked like forty right. million and played in ten games. The the key is to make is to put yourself on a team where nobody ever finds out whether or not you're good. Like Jim Sorge <laughs> might not have been able to complete a forward pass. Nobody knew because Peyton Manning played every single game. <laughs> I have one other job that I'd like to throw in there now. It's not glamorous. Like Gardner Minshew can walk into a place. He's a member of the Philadelphia Eagles. Right. There's a situation where he could become a hero, right? It, we saw it with uh, Nick Foles, right? It, it, can, it It's not unprecedented where the backup becomes a very important part of what you're doing. A little cachet to that. The job that I'm about to throw out there does not have that possibility. However, <laughs> you travel in relative style uh -huh. occasionally. You go to the best cities in this country, but to the nicest part of the best cities of this country. You are always in warm weather, and your job just consists of taking long walks. Is caddy, caddy. to PGA Tour superstar not an unbelievable... Like if, I'm not saying like rank-and-file guy where you're sweating no. whether your guy's going to make the cut. Being Phil Mickelson's caddy, well, no, not being Tiger example. Woods, being any of those top 30 guys on tour, being their guy, being Rory McIlroy's caddy... That sounds amazing. Because I mean, that guy probably makes hundreds of thousands I would say at the low three end. Three or four hundred at least thousand a year. At least. And like this is one of the things that I you have to remind like when you work in and around sports as we have, you lose touch with what salaries we say, well, they got that guy cheap. Gardner Minshew doesn't make that much money. Two and a half million. Two and a half million dollars Which is a year 10 times more than probably the vast majority of the people that are listening to us right now make probably 20 times more than a lot of people are will make in like might wouldn't make in a decade or two <laughs> decades not. or three like i we, we forget like when a guy goes and plays four months in south korea and banks like three hundred eighty thousand dollars. we're like oh that guy yeah Nobody makes $380,000 in this country. They're, they're like nine people in this country make that kind of money. And we poo-poo it because we work in sports. But, uh, of course, we're radio hosts. So yes, we're, we're, we're in that We're group. near people who make money like that. We don't, we're not of them. Right. We're near them. We're, we're putting the, the, the peppermint bark that they're putting in the other yes. alleys so we can repackage it and put it under a tree. Exactly. So we don't have to buy it ourselves. Exactly. Oh my God! Um, maybe that's what Alan is doing. <laughs> perhaps, perhaps. <laughs> so, um, but tell, Brian, that's a good gig. What if I told you you're yeah. going to make? Let, let's say you're going to make four hundred grand. Yeah, carry you, it back. You're you're going to take a lot. And here's what you need to know: you can't be late. Mm -hmm. Don't argue with me, and and offer positive reinforcement. Positive reinforcement. And you have to be, be honest. Tell me what you think. Yeah, who was the guy who was like, I forget. They played this clip, and he, the caddy was like. 
very gently was like, I think what you're doing is a bad idea. Like this, the clip went viral and he's like, and he actually said, this one's on me. Yeah. And he put the ball exactly where the caddy said he was going to. He's like hitting the ball out of the fairway bunker. And he's yeah. like, caddy's like, I think this is probably going to end up, you, you want to what, Hey, what about the seven instead of the right. the, the six? And he, I think the seven's the, the and he play said, here. And he said, you know what I think? Because all these guys think they can I hit I think it was shot. Justin Spieth or My, Jordan Spieth. Jordan Spieth. And he's like, this one's on me. And he did it exactly. I mean, like that's actually, I think probably the best outcome. Yeah. And now Spieth looks at him and says, "Like this guy's really good." And when he decides he's going to do what he's going to do, you go, "All right, boss, let's hit a good one." Right. That's it. That's hey, it. Put a good swing on it, boss. That's that's the job for hundreds of thousands. Hey, we're going to go to Riviera this week. Hey, we're going to go to LACC. Hey, we got to go to Florida, hang out at Arnold's place. Hey, we're going to go to Jack's. It's a little place. like being a radio producer. It's unbelievable. Like Travis says, "We're going to do this this segment." All right. <laughs> Give it a good swing, yeah, but, boss. But, but the radio producer doesn't get to fly on the G5. No. <laughs> the radio producer. That's what you think. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Maybe you have a secret life that I don't know about. But Caddy sounds awesome. Yeah. Keep, keep one end of the towel wet, keep the other end dry, and keep a couple of granola bars you know in your I bag. You know I saw? It popped up on my Facebook feed, and I was like, normally I don't like these things because I don't want any of the stuff. It was a golf towel with a magnet on it. So you don't even have to bend down to pick up your towel on the ground. You just stick your club on it, and it sticks to your club, and you pick it up, and then you can wipe your your club and all that, and you throw it back in the bag. You don't even have to aim. Just just throw it at your bag, and it's going to stick to something. See, when you're a real cat, you catch the ball in your towel, and you're already ready. Oh, I know. That's good. I'm ready. I know how to do these things. I I, I know all the vernacular. You have a certain catty look to you. But here's what you got to be able to do, too. When the boss wants to go drinking, you got to go drinking. Okay. Hmm? Hey, I need you to go make sure that she knows that I'm on the tour. I Generally can do that speaking, for you, you got to swing it a little bit. You got to be able to play, I, I play a little up. golf. Yeah, I can keep up. I hey, any tour play, I need you like in the top twenty. I, outside of the top twenty, I don't want to. No, that's I don't that's have to hustle. Right. I want. I want the stuff. The, I want the, all the, the stuff. The quality of life. Lincoln Riley uh, has not played his first bowl game as USC head coach, but he's already running his mouth, and I love it. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. All right, I want to get to Lincoln Riley in a second, but we were kind of just chit-chatting a little during the break, and we got on Carlos Correa somehow. I I think we got a little clarity on what happened uh, over the last day or so because it was weird. When you just – yesterday mm-hmm. morning you wake up and all of a sudden Carlos Correa is on the Mets. After a 13-year deal with the Giants, they're getting ready to do a press conference. There's a little something. Like, hey, there's something going on with the medical that they want to take a look at. And then the next day, he's on the Mets for a, a one fewer year and 35 fewer million dollars. You be quicker than that. It's still pretty, pretty amazing. So there are two theories here, right? There's the theory that the the Giants had a legitimate concern about something that they saw and said, hey, can we look at this again let's hit pause on this for a second and then the Mets kind of came in at the last minute and said hey we're good with it let's go okay in that case the Giants feel terrible about what happened they had their guy poached from them etc cetera, etc cetera. but what the reporting today is saying is that the Giants were concerned about an ankle injury that he had in 2014 Ooh. okay so an ankle 2014 by the way i looked at carlos correa has had in his career 
has had one year where he did not play basically every day. That's what I was looking up. Yeah, he, it, there's one year where he played about half, slightly less than half the games in a season. Otherwise, he plays the regular amount of Major League Baseball. 136 or, last year, 148 yep. the year before. Yep. And and you go on down the line, he's, mm-hmm. he's really only had one season that was injury riddled. 2014, an ankle injury. The Giants are thrilled that the Mets came in and took him away. This was their exit ramp. They took it, and somebody went in and did it. This Because 20, 2014, it's nine years ago. Ooh, he wasn't ooh. even in the major. He was 19 he years was, old. He was, a, a, he was 19. a teenager. Yes. This is... This is a perf- this whole idea that hey did they get poached the giants wanted out they had that moment of sobriety the next day say wait we bought what for how much for how this is a terrible Carlos deal Carlos until he's 40 right and so that they're out of it this is not the giant fans being devastated by what happened this is the giants being thrilled they were able to dupe someone else into taking this guy I mean like I look at all these deals and I'm think they're all kind of insane that feels of all these like you know Aaron I think it's Judge, the second worst one. It's Bog- Bogarts is the bad. worst, right? Okay, but they're they're by by a hair. The only the only money that's gotten thrown around in the last you know two weeks or so since the hot stove heated up and all that. The only one I'm like I wish the Dodgers would have done that. It's like literally same amount of years, same amount of dollars was Verlander. The the rest yeah. of them because it's two years. Even if it's a disaster from the jump, we're out of this in two years. Mm-hmm. Those other ones are, and I would have taken Trey Turner at the same numbers too. But they obviously feel differently. It is, yeah, that one stung. It, it doesn't work. Like when you look, and you've obviously covered the NBA for a long time, but you've been a sports fan forever. I, I can think of one or two instances where the guy that goes out and buys all the players at these crazy expensive numbers uh-huh. gets what you're looking for. One of the teams, it's the Rams last year. It's very rare. We like, take all my picks. We'll take all the players. We're going to give you a new deal and you a new deal and you a new deal, and it hits. It hit for the Rams. It's because winning is really hard, and there's so many things that go into it, um, and, and buying players of that caliber is an incredibly inefficient way to do it. And you know, so for for most owners, and this is this to me is what's fascinating about the whole Phoenix Sun selling for four billion dollars thing, because the Lakers are probably worth on the open market probably eight at least at double least, at, at least, least double that. Double. But the person who bought him is this venture capitalist guy that you know healthcare VC that we've never heard of, but is in another class. Like Jeannie Bus and the Bus family are incredibly rich people. But they're not, not like that. That like if they didn't own the Lakers, they wouldn't be buying the Lakers, <laughs> buying right. the Phoenix Suns. Right. They don't have that kind of and the, the amount of of people that that are in the league in any league now that are old of, of that generation of ownership. I guess in the NBA, it's like the Lakers and Herb Simon. Yeah. Um. And even in, but in baseball, like the guy who is is bought the the Padres, Peter Seidler, clearly doesn't necessarily care about operating at a profit at least for now right but at some point he might well if this doesn't work the, he might the 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 ego play and, and that's what Seidler or or Cohen or any of these guys are, are doing right that it's this hey I want to win I want to make a big splash I want to do it right now give me Trey Turner give me you know uh, uh Soto give me Bogarts give me all of these guys and I'll pay whatever the going rate is I'll pay you that plus a premium to right. get you to come to my team Great. If the if the Padres, Mets, one of these teams, Phillies, they gave out a big deal, they win a World Series in the first couple of years, you can argue that it's worth it, much like what the Rams did. They went all in on all of these things, and it hit. They've had a five-year run where they went to two Super Bowls, won a Super Bowl, were in the playoffs four out of five years. They were exciting. It was fun. It, it was a great little run, but you're starting to see the bill come due. It's worth it. There's not a Rams fan out there that's like, well, why did we do that? You just won the Super Bowl. Right. But if you go through three or four years of the Padres or of the Mets and you are doing what the Dodgers have done where you're not winning World Series, you're in it, you're kind of in the mix, but you're not punching your ticket, you can only do that for so long. Before I can't, I'm not going to continue what's, to sign right, crazy deals. What's the stat, I forget what it is, of the, the, the amount of times that the team with the best record wins the World Series in baseball? It's less than half. It's it, way less yeah. than half. Way yeah. less. And I think it's like right. under a third. It might be. Um, baseball especially. Basketball, 
I mean, I would say today, you know, it used to be, you, know, you got LeBron, Anthony Davis, whatever. Okay. Yeah. You, you know, those guys need to be able to be on the floor. The team with the best record is almost always in the final four. One or two guys. Yeah. This year is, is strange because there is so much parity. But generally speaking, historically, you can predict the five teams that are going to be there at the end if guys are healthy. Baseball, you can't do that. Mm-mm. And so, like, when people say, well, the Dodgers are a failure. They've only won one World Series. And what, what, well, what would you do differently? Do it exactly the what they should do is exactly what they've been doing, except baseball. There's just no the Dodgers guarantee. are fascinating because here, here, here's what's left. Okay, and I'm this isn't everybody. I'm talking about like the headliner names, right? Uh-huh. The bold names in this thing. Trey Turner is gone. He was one of your best players. Justin Turner is gone. He wasn't one of your best players, but he's one of your most important players. Right. And played pretty well down the stretch. And, and, and absolutely yes. was a good player. Cody Bellinger is I don't know what that's going to be moving handsome. forward, but very handsome and a good defensive player and a guy that may or may not find it again, but an impactful member of your team. Mm-hmm. Andrew Heaney is gone. Pitched a lot for you last year. Tyler Anderson is gone. Pitched a lot for you last year. Um, here's what's come in. Noah Syndergaard, who, okay, let's see, maybe. You've got Jason Hayward, who's on a minor league deal. And you've got J.D. Martinez, who's on a short-term, relatively modest, again, to sports dollars, relatively modest deal. This is not what the Dodgers have done. This is dramatically different than what they've done. They it is and it isn't. Because what, what the Dodgers are not is nostalgic. No. They cut the cord on players when they think it needs to be. Now, it may... It may not have lined up exactly this year. Like they might take a step back because they look at the long. They've always looked at the long term and said, "Is this a deal that we want to be involved in for the next ten years, eight years, whatever?" And a lot of times they say no, particularly when it comes to pitchers. And so broadly, like in the sense of the Dodgers will always spend, they'll always make the big move. Maybe they're pulling back because they didn't feel like whatever moves were out there, whatever dollars were there, fit their rubric that they use every single year. That has worked very well, but. The part of it that does fit their profile is we are not going to make emotional right. choices. Justin no, they Turner have a is number. an emotional part of our team, but the 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 cost benefit isn't there anymore. And eventually, got to say no. That th- th- those are tough because you look at a guy like Trey Turner, and 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 that's where I think the rubric you're talking about is where. Hey, look, this is what we're comfortable spending, and this is how long we're comfortable spending it for. If someone goes above and beyond that, we're out. Mm-hmm. Justin Turner, I thought, may be the exception to the rule. I thought Justin Turner might get the Kershaw treatment because Kershaw is still very, very good. He's not peak Kershaw, but right. he's very useful. Better than that. He started the All-Star game last year and should have. It was a it was a very good season, but you know he's going to go down a couple of sure. times. Justin Turner, I think, is the equivalent of that as a position player. He's still above league average. He can give, it, but he's got an incredible amount of presence. He's incredibly popular amongst Dodger fans. I was surprised that they didn't go. And you know what? This doesn't fit the rubric exactly, but it's close enough. And what's one more year? Right, because he Let's only got two, two and twenty-one. Yeah, and that's different than Trey Turner getting three hundred million for what was it, eleven totally. years? Yeah. Now I. I was surprised that one. But if Kershaw, me. if Kershaw said I need three years, he'd have been gone two years ago. Yeah, it's because everybody is content. They all know the rules. Like if Kershaw, like you can, we will put. I'm sure they've said this to him. As long as you want to play, we will allow. We will do unless, assuming you're not terrible, right? But as long as you're capable of playing and and want to do, we will give you a contract. We'll offer to you, but it's going to be the same deal every year. It's going to be one year, twenty million. One year, eighteen million. The minute you ask for three, Godspeed. You know, yeah. we'll build you a statue. You think they do that and, with Kershaw. Now, yeah. at the, at n- now yes. if he asked for three, if he would have asked for four two years ago, I think they would have said it. You goodbye. think so? Yes. I wonder. Is it? Is it? I, I, clearly, they have their methodology. Clearly, but. Is nobody above the methodology? I don't know. No. Nobody is above the methodology. Nobody. I, that kind of bums me out a little bit. It is. I, they I, say I, on Seinfeld, I, it is the policy. Yeah. Nobody is above the policy. <laughs> it's, it's, but it's your bodega. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so it's the policy. <laughs> the super cross talk in the dump. Coming up next, it's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.
Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. All right, so I'm going to start the dump with this because it's been weighing on me all, all show. Okay. So um, I know we always get a lot of content out of uh, LeBron's social media because, you know, he tends to do some interesting things with the social media that is his own business, I guess. in quotes, right? Yes, it's okay. in quotes. So um, LeBron yesterday posted a picture in which he was taking shots in an empty Kings arena. Um, and then he <laughs> the photo is just a big shot of the entire Kings arena. And then up in the corner where there's where it would be Kings is what it should say. The team name. Yes, the team name. He scribbled out the S in King to say King. And then, you know, just so because he's I the King. I thought that was funny. That's very LeBron. Uh, I thought it was funny. That's, I feel so contrived. It's just It is. You know, I, 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 I'm in a weird spot with LeBron James. I have always been a fan. I, I really have loved watching him play for years and years and years and years and years. When he was in Cleveland, I liked watching him play. He was on Miami, I liked watching him play. When he came to L.A., I was thrilled because he was on the team that I root for. I'm kind of over the social media stuff. I just, like, I, I'm not saying that he should stop. I'm just saying that they're, they, they're so cute that I'm just like, dude, stop. In, in fairness to LeBron, there is not a human on the planet for whom social media isn't for them. <laughs> More than you, I, I get it. I get, but it's you not, are so not the target that. audience. I I know. I'm fully aware, <laughs> but it's still like, come on, man. Like, what what was the other one we were talking about the other day? It was another social media thing too, where it was. I, I don't know. And it, like, none of these are big deals in and of themselves, but it's just the accumulation of come all on. these little things. Like, come on, man. Just I, no. I, I understand, but I will say, I the reason I think it's funny and I don't mind it is because I think I think. It's a little bit of a troll job here. Like this one struck me as like a little bit okay, if of that's a tongue-in-cheek kind of troll thing. Then I'm in. Right. If that I thought just, that's what is he I trolling the Kings but because that, they beat him. I think it's a better thing to post if he's you just beat the Kings. Trolling because it is a sort of a little like you say contrived. It's a little obnoxious on the King and like, and you, and it's it's like you know with yeah. a little pen. If scribbles out the S, I think he's aware you of your yourself. reaction, Travis. If it's done specifically to aggravate me and people like me, then I change my two. I go one eighty. Mm-hmm. I'm completely on the other side. If it's done intentionally to annoy, but that's even I'm worse for it. him. It just means he cares about all these voices. Yeah, but he clearly does. That's that's not up for discussion, right? I mean, LeBron James, but cares. he doesn't want us to think that. But just calls himself King James on his he, handles. He does what we all do. Oh, I don't care what anybody says. Yes, we do. We all do. Yes, everybody. Very, I shouldn't say very. Very, very few people care when that, I don't care what you think about me, very few people fall into that category. And I tend to think those people are, like, there's something, like, chemically different about them in their brains. Like, they're they're quantifiably different. Because most most people- I don't care. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> we, you we really, really? We you all really do. don't. You all, but, like, in fact, like, Brian didn't name himself King James. They named him that. But then he puts it on all his handles. Because it's his brand. If, if you were if somebody dubbed you King Emily, Queen Emily, either one, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you and that became your deal, like your brand, and like you, you know, it was in your financial interest to push that. Well, Sports Illustrated didn't tattoo chosen one on his back. <laughs> <laughs> if you were the chosen one of board ops. <laughs> I'll, I'll make you a deal. Hey, I'll make you a deal. If you want chosen one on your back, I'll pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> like we can go today if you want. To it's do better that. than the Jordan Farmar tattoo where he had his name Farmar or whatever, but in that way where it's the same the up, above and below. Like if you flip him over, oh, like a it also image. says Farmar. That's a thing. That's not an anagram. No, it's, it's not a palindrome. That, it's yeah, not it's, an anagram. It's, it's a. It's one of those stupid it's a tattoo. Yeah, it's a, a dramagram. It's a mis- <laughs> It's an expensive mistake, is what it is. <laughs> the Sunday ticket is leaving Directv after. Real, I mean, forever. It certainly feels like uh, it's heading to YouTube, and YouTube got it for roughly two and a half billion, or just a little bit more than half of what you could have got the Phoenix Suns for. <laughs> that I. I'm over the this guy's got this. Just as long as somebody's got it, I'll 
I'll find it. Yeah. I don't really. I mean, the, 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 the kids watch YouTube these days. I mean, nobody, you, I, more people have access. People, why would you? More people access have access, especially young people, and will pay attention and follow things on YouTube than NFL Sunday Ticket. It's much easier to find stuff and subscribe to things on YouTube than NFL Sunday Ticket. Yes. However, and my only however is, and I'm a DirecTV customer, I still have it, and I can't even exactly tell you why, other than I love flipping channels, which you cannot do on streaming services. You have to go out of what you're looking and go through the next thing, and you can't just flip, 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 flip. I like that instantaneous flipping through channels. Get off my lawn emily what did i say this morning i I understand that four words no get off my do you not like flipping channels i I, it's it's not a joy it's not it's not a you don't like sitting on the couch mindlessly and just flipping through i don't mind going through the guide and seeing oh there's john wick again but like look for something specific where i just want to kind of run into something but like Like, you're making silence on you're you're making it sound like like it's you wake up in the morning it's it's channel flipping time I what like are you doing today, Travis? Oh, I'm flipping through channels. Brady Bunch is on TV Land. I had no idea. Let's watch sure. 24 of those episodes. Why, why not? <laughs> it's very it. funny to me because I have these one friend, they're, they're engaged since so they live together. And so they, I walked into their apartment Let's for the see. first time and I, I was just like, what? Do you guys have cable? And they're like two years older than me. So they're not very old. And then they're like, yeah, we love it's like cable. Like They love. <laughs> They love, I'm sorry. Uh, could you speak right? louder and directly into my horn? <laughs> it's just it's just a thing of a past. None of my friends have cable. Eh? That is my favorite old timey thing. What is our solution to deafness? A giant horn. Eh? <laughs> it captures sound. Why wouldn't you have two? This is like, you look like a Viking. <laughs> like why are we just speaking into one horn? Because he only has loss in one ear. Then go stand on the other side. I mean, but like, I, I feel like this was not well conceived. I, just, I mean, it was it was a design that was improvable. <laughs> Let's do a little super crosstalk. All right, so we got a new jury in, and that uh, I'm swearing Mason and Ireland in okay. for jury duty here. All right, all because right. we've been debating so far. We we only have one juror that's basically hanging the jury at this point as to oh. what is. Sliwa's cause of absence. Today. So Sliwa's out today. Sliwa mm-hmm. is out today. They had a wager. Sliwa called or texted Greg at roughly three o'clock this morning, saying, "I don't feel well. Okay. I'm not coming." All in. right, that's a reasonable time to call and say, "I've, I've, I've done it later." Sure. <laughs> yes, you have <laughs> on many, yes. many occasions. Twelve fifty-two. Sorry, guys. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah good, not feeling it. Good, good, good luck. <laughs> yeah. Now he did say that if in the event that we got caught shorthanded, he could do it via Comrex if okay. we had to, but he would really prefer not to. All right. We are just days away from basically most of us being off for yep. a period of time. Sure. And so those first last couple of days before vacation are always like, let's just get to the finish line. Yeah, Maybe yeah. start a day or two Lift early. Is he working line. next week? He is not. Is he, is he planning on working tomorrow? This, we'll get to that. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, so he calls Greg, and obviously Brian comes in and does it. Greg did it the first hour for us today. But in addition to that, it's the holidays. In yep. addition to that is... The wager that Taylor and Al have had when the Kings and the, the Lakers play each other. Reset the wager. The loser has to wear the winner's jersey. Okay, got okay, it. For so an entire show. For an, well, nah. Al wore for a segment last yeah. time and then took it off like it was radioactive. Yeah. All right. Okay. Kings win last night. Yep. Taylor has the jersey ready to go. Nice. No Sliwa. So the mm. everybody on the jury, Brian, Taylor, myself, all of the tweeters today and yes, callers yes. think that this was an attempt to dodge wearing the Kings jersey. Okay. I I tend to think that's probably true. <laughs> but in a show of Lakers solidarity, <laughs> I have an offer for you. Okay. If I wear the Bibby jersey for the entirety of today's show, is Sliwa off the hook? That's up to Taylor. Oh, my God. So, Taylor, I would wow. argue Whoa. I'm a more prominent <laughs> Laker voice in this town than The sacrificial lamb. I'm wow. offering as a Christmas present a prisoner to swap. <laughs> exactly. It is, it's a prisoner swap. Yeah. It is a prisoner swap. If I wear the Bibby jersey for the entirety of the Mason and Ireland show today, 
is Slee off the hook? Wow. Well, Slee's going to be wearing it two times more this year anyway, so yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I think he's off the hook. This, is, I'll tell you that what. That is a bold gesture, by the way. This is really a nice gesture. It yeah. is. I, I think, and a hilarious one I, since we're streaming on YouTube. Yeah, today. I think I think Slee is is setting himself up to catch a waterfall of crap. Yep, and I would like to try and help him avoid your, that. Your gesture doesn't make him any less a lying liar who tells lies and right. a coward. Lying no, but it deflects. Yeah, yeah, it deflects. It, it it's a it's a bigger story. It's like wag the dog, you know. Uh, the president was involved in a sex scandal, <laughs> right. and then they start a war, start a war, right. a big war exactly. and nobody cares about. This is sex. why Ireland is a pro because yep. what he is doing right now makes him look great. Yes, yeah, player, except, smart. except the part when I'm walking around in a Mike Bibby jersey. Right. <laughs> but, but you're doing <laughs> this it. Is a good strong play. But, uh, but right. wait, Taylor, and, you and, have it now, and it makes yeah, Alan look worse. Actually, all right. Oh, yeah, it is. It's it's Jason Williams. Well, that's, oh, you brought white chocolate. Okay, oh, that's right. Yeah, well, I'm a little. I'm I'm. If if I am anything, I am hip. So let's uh, <laughs> let's see how it looks. Hold on. All right. So, Mace, is, uh, do I believe Slee was dodging the bet? Do do you believe that he could have come to work but chose not to for all of the reasons, including the bet? I find in favor of the rest of you. <laughs> the I, prosecution. The prosec- yeah, right. I find in favor of the prosecution. I. Oh God, that, that's pretty oh, great. Oh God, look at so John's John got it on. I will say a, a uniform that starts with a nickname White does fit well with, <laughs> with John Ireland on this staff. He puts it's the me. white and white chocolate. <laughs> I mean, that's, I do. I do put the white and white chocolate. So it's all butter solids. So Not a lot of cocoa. Is Slee coming in tomorrow? Well, see, that, or is so that's the next. Now he is. That's stretch. the next layer of this. Like, does it make it more or less believable that he was sick today if? he does or does not show up tomorrow well but now it's irrelevant because i'm taking him off the hook right well, he if he shows up tomorrow, does he have to wear this? That's again. This no, is no, the, no, yeah, no, you're, no, you're he's, taking he's that, at home. The debt has been right paid. You're filling in for Slee. <laughs> yeah, literally the, filling in no, for Slee. No, Taylor is is the receiver here, yes. and he has agreed that the okay. debt has been paid. All right, but all right. So if he comes in, then it was a hundred percent the bet. Because if he's sick, I mean, if he's sick, if he, then you don't. Who you misses know. the day of work before the day of work before you go on vacation? Mason. The, wait, no, no, no. Wait a minute. The day of no, 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 no. That's not true. The day of work work before the last day of work yes. i never miss that one yeah. the day before i do so you would have taken miss. wednesday off no, you take no, no. tomorrow i take tomorrow <laughs> off. Well, yeah, i would not take the thursday off tomorrow everybody's taking, yeah every, there's gonna be a stomach I've flu that a, goes around i've tomorrow. got a scratchy throat right now <laughs> well i'm, I'm already off. You, you look already like off. you have a scratchy throat <laughs> you guys are very jealous of me because i'm already off tomorrow because tomorrow night i leave for 12 days yeah all right so i'm doing christmas tomorrow morning Oh, that's I'm right. With my my whole family. Are my you mom. treating tonight like Christmas Eve? Uh, Is Jack going to open you know what his I'm presents? Doing? You know what I'm doing tonight? Hmm. Spinning salad night at Lowry. Oh, are you? That really I do every year. To get in there. What that is that? So you got to make funny. you got to make reservations like three months in advance. I described spinning salad. Tell me night what that is. I don't know Lowry's. what that is. All right, Lowry's in Beverly the Prime Hills. Prime Rib in Beverly Hills, yeah. starting on right after Thanksgiving. Okay does a Christmas dinner that is spectacular. Yep. Basically, everybody gets dressed up. They bring a uh, cart to your table. They're bringing, They're wearing costumes and they stuff, They have right? carolers all dressed like they're from a Christmas carol, okay. singing songs, and they, they do this giant, flashy spinning salad at your table. Then they get the salad cart out of there, and they bring the prime rib cart in, and you pick exactly what you want, and you can get the Yorkshire pudding or the potato, whatever you want. And they just load and it up. it's all really old-fashioned-y. Yeah. And, and to get in, they start, you can get in starting at 4.30. The first seating's at 4.30. We're going at 6.30. The last seating is at like 10. And you got to make reservations for next year, like next month. No kidding. Now, yeah. have How do you I ever know seen about that? the spinning salad thing? No. Okay. You ever been to Five Crowns in Corona del Mar? I have, yes. Same thing. Okay. So Same exact isn't it like Same a, owner. on a block of ice or something? Yeah, they bring well, it out and then they spin the salad yeah, bowl around and it, it mixes it all up. Tongs and they're oh, it's like stuff fantastic. up in the air. And it's fantastic. I feel like this is something I would it's like, enjoy. It's like Benny oh, Hanna for salad. I'll take some videos tonight and send them to you. Yeah. You would enjoy it. Your family would like it more than you. You go there and you expect Tiny Tim to walk in. It really is. Crutches and everything. It really is very Dickens. God, <laughs> Everyone. Yeah, no, it's real. That's a great way to celebrate. Yeah, so that's, that's tonight. Eve. 
and then we'll come back and watch uh, Rap Presents and watch Love Actually for the 900th time. Yep. And then tomorrow morning we're doing Christmas. And then tomorrow night, nothing says Christmas like Hornets Lakers. Yeah, boy. And then straight to Dallas. Can I, can, can I raise the bet with Broncos Rams, 2-4-10s? Well, okay, you, know, you want to... <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is, how ba- this is how bad it's become. The, the standard default with our radio station is if there's a Ram game and a Laker game at the exact same time, since the Rams only have 17 games right. and the Lakers have 90, right? Uh, we put the Rams on 710. Trav, I know. You have hit rock bottom. Oh, no. You're going to 1110? Lakers, 11, 10? Lakers yep. on 710. I know. Sunday. You're going <laughs> oh, to 1110. No. Yes. That's how bad this season has become. Wow. The, the Rams are underdogs at home to a 4 and 10 team. What's the line? Two and a half. Two and a half, which is also the over under. I would, <laughs> I would take so yeah. true. I would take the Rams with that if I had to bet it. Yeah, I, I we, in our little pickums that we do on Thursdays, I did take the Rams. Oh, uh, little Baker magic uh, on Christmas right, Day, right? Yeah. So what? What I I when I did the Rams pre and uh, post, or excuse me, Lakers pre and post for a couple of years, um, we had two Christmas games the two years I did it, but they were both like seven o'clock tips. They were late, so it didn't really... Were they, they were probably home, right? They were home. One was a Clipper home game, I want to say. Okay. At one point. I think they played the Clippers and the Mavs are the two teams I saw them play. Yeah. yeah. And it was late, and it was fun, and it was no... I got to spend the whole day with my family. It really didn't impact like sure. Christmas. This, obviously, Rams game is in the middle of the day. I'm going to be up in Santa Barbara for Christmas Eve and Christmas morning, so I got to get down here to... What it, what, you'll be on the road, right? Yeah. What is being away from home from your family at Christmas? And I've never had to do this before. It's weird. Um, I've only been away twice, and both times we were able to come back like right after Christmas. This is... Leave on the night of the 23rd, come back on January 3rd. Mm. So we're basically out for Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, New New Year's Year's Eve, New Year's Day. Um, And uh, I don't know. I'll tell you after it's over. We've never done it before. I was talking to Stu Lance last night. We've never had two back east trips in the same month. Like we have oh, yeah. right now. We have we were back east. I was in D.C. and Philadelphia and everything. And now we're going back. We're going to Miami and Orlando and Charlotte and Atlanta. At least you're going south because up north there's like the polar vortex. The polar vortex. The cyclone boom. The it's game like, tonight. We name all these things. The, right? What's it? Jags Jets tonight. Right. Yes. Is supposed to be a snow game. It's supposed to start going nuts today. Snow games are kind of fun to look at. They're they're fun to look at until you realize that okay, nothing's actually the happening. Actually the football's good, terrible. Yeah. Like once you get your 5 minutes of oh that's kind of cool yeah. in the snow. I got I have no interest. Hey, you guys were talking earlier about records that'll never be broken. Right. Mike, Michael and I brought this up the other day on the air. I'm curious what you guys think. What which one of these records is more likely to be broken? All right? Will Chamberlain's 100-point game or AC Greens eleven hundred and ninety two consecutive oh, games played. I thought you easy. different AC I, I think it's it's got to be the AC Green, right? Nobody's <laughs> no. scoring a hundred. Right, Nobody's scoring a no, hundred. No, it's it's I, easy a hundred points. Really, I, I yes. disagree. I'm going hundred points too. I, I'm right, I'm Clay, going AC Green. Clay once had sixty in three quarters. It's thirty seven and one, right? Right. But it's got to be some such... guy gets hot from three. Somebody like Steph and gets unconscious. Then I could see the 100 points. A.C. Green, I mean, a couple years ago, the guy who led the league in games played led it at 74. Like, the only person who never, ever misses games, no matter what, is um, is Mikhail Bridges in Phoenix has never missed a game in high school, hmm. college, or NBA. No kidding. And he's, but he's only in like his third or fourth year. Okay. So he's got to play another 11 or 12 years without ever missing a game. Yeah. I'm not going to hold my breath on either one. I mean, the situation with the hundreds got to be so unique. You've got to, you got to score a hundred and the game's got to be close Close because otherwise you look bad. All right. Well, part of what made 81, for example, work is that the Lakers were behind for a lot of that game. And needed to win. Yes. So, that, I mean, people don't feel like that was for a long time. That was just a you know, game okay, they were going to blow to a bad team. For a baseball one, Trav. Ted Williams batting 406 or Pete Rose 44 straight hitting streak. Well, go Rose at 44 or DiMaggio at 56. Well, 56 with DiMaggio. Yeah. Um, yeah let's go DiMaggio. It'll yeah. Make it harder. I, I think you're going to find here, – here's somebody that I think could have broken it had he spent his entire career in Major League Baseball. It's a dude like Ichiro, right, yeah. where you have – unbelievable skill as a hitter you get you get 230 hits a year right and you can run 
right? Like you, Trey Turner, when he was with the Dodgers, he'd get an infield hit or two a week. Yeah, right. right? Rose and, got a lot of infield hits. Rose got a lot of infield hits, too. I don't think it's going to be somebody like a Freddie Freeman or a Mookie Betts. No. Who just, I always thought Tony Gwynn might be able to do it. The Tony close, Gwynn came close to 388. You, you got yeah, 388. And yeah. then, you know what happened? Strike the strike. The Didn't strike. he have a 388 and a 392, I yeah, think? Yeah, but I one say of those was a strike 394 year. was the strike year. Okay. George Brett hit 390 in a full season in 1980. Right. So he got really close. But I, you have to run really well for both of those streaks. Yep. I, I don't think. I think the All right, you, how about two months without getting a hit. Is, I also think scouting, that, scouting is too good now. Were well, they going to get rid of the shift? Still yeah, get rid of the shift. Yeah, that's that, going to make a difference. Help. It will help, help, but also to bigger bases, clown sized bases yeah, are coming in. Yeah, that's weird. People pitch differently though than they used. Well, you don't get that third and fourth at bat off of some guy that's throwing 120 right. pitches. And the other thing is you face a guy throwing 100, then a different guy throwing 100, then a different guy throwing 100 cuz everybody's going bullpen 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 right. and you're facing the biggest liveliest arms I in mean, there. Michael got mad at me cuz I I you know the year where Wilt averaged 50 over 50 a game, almost 26 rebounds a night, 48 and a half minutes per game. Damn. Um, didn't win the MVP that year, by the way. Really? <laughs> Wasn't enough. Who got it? Uh, Bill Russell. Russell. Bill Russell. Um, you know, part of what makes that possible, and he got mad at me, J.J. Reddick's line is like, you know, they're playing against plumbers and carpenters and all that other stuff. <laughs> it's not that nobody else was good. Like, Oscar Robertson averaged a triple-double that year, and Elgin put up It's math. that the 10th guy on the Correct. team is not very it's, good. That's right. what it is. The 6th, 7th, 8th, ninth guy on an NBA roster now is light years better than they were in the 60s. Except, and it's the if, same you're, way, except if you're us. So right. here, <laughs> same way pitching. <laughs> yeah. Here's what the I'll, exception that proves the rule. <laughs> yes. Here's my last request for you guys because okay. I'm I am off tomorrow. Oh, okay. I am off tomorrow. So Merry <coughs> Christmas to all you guys. Merry Happy Christmas, holidays, all that. Yeah. Uh, enjoy. If Al is here tomorrow, mm -hmm. I don't think he will be. No. But if he is here tomorrow, I need you to interrogate the witness. Oh, no question. Okay, you'll do oh, that. Yeah, he, no, got has that. To, he has to call in. Sick. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, he has no choice. But now but to he's call off the hook, now. so it's not. Yeah, but he's still going to no, have no, to no. deal with the fact that he Partially. tried to duck it. Who yeah. the hell's doing your show? Is it like Taylor and Emily doing the show? I believe it's uh, uh, the big CY is, is yeah. filling the big in for CY, me okay. tomorrow. Yes, yeah. got it. As, I don't know. I think. I mean, Brian, are you Brian, have you gotten the call? I have not. But as we like to say, it's best of Crane. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Mason and Ireland coming up next. We'll see you. That's pretty good.